What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 45 of Next Gen Newsweek, your weekly podcast where we get to bash on PlayStation this week. Look at Richard's eye roll. <laughs> I mean, hold on. You, you, say, you say that like it's different than any other fucking episode that we do. What do you mean? We don't bash on PlayStation. Like, we'll, we'll bash PlayStation for like 30 minutes and then talk about Nintendo and how they you know, put them on a pedestal because they found a new color of plastic to put their hardware in. Hey, um, plastic's hard. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, we have to talk about the new Switch Lite. Uh, we'll get uh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you remember when they came out with the Wii and they had like 30 different, you know, colors of the Wii and then like we saw, what, three? Dude, three. Can we, can we talk about that like lemon-lime Gatorade colored uh, Wiis? There was different colored Wiis? Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. when it first came out, they were like, "We're gonna have yeah. so many colors." Three. Yeah, they had three. It was uh, actually. Oh, okay. Black, so, white, so red, in reality, stuff. they only had three colors. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. They never mind. It, off. it was in. It was. It had more colors than like a DS did. Gotcha. <laughs> anyway, before we continue, my name's Mitch. Important Joy. stuff. Yeah, my name's Mitch. Joining me tonight is Richard. Oh yeah, that's me. Yeah, <laughs> Michael. Hey. And special guest Chase. The most hello, hello. on the planet. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. And then follow behind him is Michael <laughs> and his new Deku green hair. Turquoise. Deku. <laughs> Baja Blast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Baja Blast. Like when that. it washes out, that's definitely going to be the look of it. But like not Baja Blast like as soon as they put it in. It's like when at the, the very end the of it. The syrup. Went, yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh so, thickness. Yes. Um so Michael, do we do we want to start with the thing that you want to talk about and then we'll come back around to the I mean we don't have to, no. No. I'm just excited for it. Okay. Well we'll we'll get back to what Michael wants to talk about <clears throat> in a second. Uh just a couple things to go through. Uh some like little tidbits of news. Um if you are somebody who's still playing Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, they finally got around to patching the game so you can actually play it and hopefully your game doesn't uh, crash as much. So we got the new update that hopefully is the st- first step in the right direction for getting the game back on the PlayStation Store because it's been over a hundred days where it has not been there. So uh, that's kind of impressive. So um, I don't know if anyone's still looking to buy Cyberpunk. You're going to wait for it to drop down to not be sixty dollars for that game. That's still. Um, I think you can get it for like thirty bucks now. I hope so. Most places. Probably not yeah, I think PlayStation it's... Store, though. No, no, no. But I think most places online, you can get it for about 30 to 35 Yeah. And that's, and that's great, because it's... I mean, it's a great game. But I, it's current... Even after all these updates in its current state, it's still um, not worth 60 bucks, in my opinion. Um, we talked about this game last week. And now I can also say this game's also not worth 60 bucks, in my opinion. Uh, Outriders uh, finally... Uh, got uh, crossplay support patched back into the game, and apparently people were having their um, inventories completely wiped. So mm-hmm. they're supposed to be working towards um, fixing that. Chase, you're playing Outriders, aren't you? Uh, I'm playing Odd World right now, but I was playing uh, Outriders. Yes. Did you? Uh, did you uh, beat the story. I beat the story, and then I did a little bit of the uh, post-game stuff, and then I was like, "Eh, I'm gonna play something else." <laughs> 
<laughs> I got through the the campaign for that game in like two and a half days, which I mean mm-hmm. for me it's still only like nine hours of gameplay, and I was like, "This is it." <laughs> wow. Granted, I also skipped every single cutscene in the game because it's like, like I was saying, it's like loading screen, cutscene, loading screen, cutscene, loading screen, cutscene. I was like, "This is stupid." <laughs> it's completely different. yeah. You had to you had to wait for it and you skipped it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That was over. Did not did not care at all if I watched a single cutscene in that stupid. So game. it's got a good strong story, is what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. I thought the story was pretty good, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> but I didn't I didn't pay enough attention to the story. I know you didn't. <laughs> Mitch is like, what story? Yeah, was, there was a story in that game. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and um, we'll go ahead and jump into the the thing Michael kind of wants to talk about here. This is the um, well. I had a, a transition or like a thing ready to go, but I guess it's not going to work. Not yet. Sorry. Well, the thing for the actually showing off what it is. <laughs> so um, there's a new game console that's hitting the uh, market soon. It's called the, the, <laughs> the... They're competing with Sony in name also. It's called the Play Pulse 1. So, um, you know, 20 years from now, we'll have the Play Pulse 5. But anyway, um, it is a... It's a Peloton bike, but it's also a game console. Uh, so just to read off some of the specs here for this high-end <coughs> control or this console: high-precision pedal sensors with handlebars that act as game controllers, with heart rate sensors, with a 24-inch multi-touch computer screen, with a dedicated graphics card that is able to run 3D games with online multiplayer. <laughs> um, no idea, like. There's no like actual spec list. I mean that could be that could be a ten fifty. Like I mean, <laughs> I mean, true, but it also costs two thousand dollars. Or if you pre-order was, it, you get a forty percent discount. It's only twelve hundred dollars. That was my thing. Like in, in in all seriousness, I would be interested in something like that. I read like the games list, and I mean, it seems like it's the games they have so far are specific to the bike. Uh, and that's fair, but the problem, and it's not just with Play Pulse, it's with Peloton and all this other stuff too. Is the the device itself is so much, but then on top of that, you have to pay like a monthly service, yeah. and I I just I don't understand like that kind of investment. I mean, you'd be better off signing a contract at a gym. I mean, you do have like the comfort of home, but at that cost, come on. Yeah, you can just bring your Switch to the gym. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, get, put an exercise bike there and just you know. I, I, may, I mentioned this before we started recording, but uh, one time I decided that I was like, I'm gonna go walk on the treadmill. And what did I do? I brought my switch with me, and I tried playing arms with motion controls while I was. Oh no! On the treadmill. <laughs> did, did not go well. Like, can you imagine? Like, you're trying to walk, but you're also having to do this. And just... <laughs> Beautiful. Like you're having a seizure. Yeah. <laughs> But trying to get somewhere. <laughs> a beautiful seizure. Okay. Michael, let's talk about this image you said I had to put in, make a slide. For okay. Me. So, uh, this bike, the Play Pulse, uh, you know, this bike that connects to your TV and you can play video games on, this isn't an original idea. Um, so, you can go ahead and uh, put the image up now. Fisher Price came out with this in 2017. <laughs> It's a little exercise bike for your kid, and 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 you can you could it has fifteen games. It comes with free app for fifteen levels of play. 
It has Bluetooth. You can learn phonics. It's the best thing in the world. Now let me ask. <laughs> TV. Did that did that also retail for two thousand dollars? Uh, no, I mean maybe like five hundred, but still, like it's a bargain, and your kid can write it. <laughs> what, what a steal! <laughs> can you take the tablet off of it and then dock it in your TV? Uh, uh, well, it connects to it, it. It uses Bluetooth to connect to your TV, so I assume there's some sort of adapter, or maybe hoping that you have like a Google Play app built into your smart TV or something. Sounds like a lot of effort, you know, a lot of work around. What's crazy <laughs> if you look at the image of the actual thing, like the Play Pulse, it looks huge. It's like you're way up off the ground, or mm-hmm. maybe it's just because there's a little girl on it and it makes it look ginormous, but. It's ugly. It really is. I'm going to see if I can get this uh, video of it brought up real quick. Hopefully, um, it won't take 100 years to do that. And I'm sorry for <laughs> rambling while I do it, but I'm trying to help be a man of the people. Um, a man of the people. Okay, I think the video is playing now where you can see her getting ready. So, um, while they were waiting for her to uh, decide to start her day with exercising, I don't know, like, I, I just can't imagine myself wanting to get something like this like you have to have like dumb amount of money <laughs> to just be like yeah i mean that's it's it's the money it's nothing you know because like i mean i don't well, i mean i guess there's people out there that just really love to refuse to exercise but i mean it, to me it's it's not about that it's 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 the cost god yeah. that's just i don't know like um i, I mean i got the um the ring fit adventure thing or last year or two years ago this is like an at-home thing just to see if i could force myself to do it and it, the game's fun but i just can't seem to make myself do it and a guy i work with was telling me today that, that someone's hacked uh ring fit support into uh animal crossing so to move around the <laughs> island you have to jog and if you want to open your menu you gotta squat Dark <laughs> yeah yeah it's like you know the dark souls version of animal crossing and everything um, Alright, let's jump on to uh, some PlayStation news. Uh, we got uh, the most recent uh, PS5 update, uh, which has improved the HDR 120Hz support and allowed you to um, draw a blank, sorry, uh, take PS5 games and put them on external hard drives, finally. You cannot play them off of the external hard drive, but you can store them on there. So you don't have to download your games every time that you want to do that. Um, I'm personally offended that the M.2 update did not come with this, but I can I can make do without it. But uh, Chase, Richard, anything uh, interesting in this update that stuck out to you that you're excited about? No, not really. Um, I ran out of storage in January, and I've been deleting games since then. Damn. So. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to like maybe store some like games that like are well, I'm waiting for like future DLC for maybe on a on a portable. Mm-hmm. So, but that's that's about it really. You know, I, I didn't put this in the notes, but it's just a, it's a little thing. I saw that um, Assassin's Creed's um, next DLC got delayed. I think a month maybe. So I mean, that if it got delayed more than a month, I'd probably be in your boat if I was playing that. It's like yeah, I'll just go ahead and throw that on the. The external while I'm waiting uh, for that to come around. All right. Um, next, we've got the new Nintendo Switch Light color, uh, which it's called. I think it's called Berry Blue, maybe. 
but um, it's totally GameCube purple. Named after Michael's hair. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, But yeah, it's it's just another Switch-like color that's going to be taking up all the superconductors that we're going to need for the Switch Pro later this year. (laughs) um, If you ask me. Yeah, no. Yeah, again, I'm really bad about putting stuff not putting stuff in the notes and then remembering it later. Um, the Switch also got a uh, update. What was it last week? They updated to version 12.0. Like, holy shit, it's on version 12. Uh, no themes and no folders or anything. But um, they went in and added the support for the, uh, the dock to receive updates. And they activated the USB 3.0 port on the back of the dock because apparently it wasn't activated for 3.0. It was only active for 2.0. Wow. <laughs> and, wow. And uh, <clears throat> they added um, Bluetooth audio support for like, but like in the code like of the of the switch, like they've got it shows three different versions of the switch in there. So like, and they're all code names. So they've got like the regular switch and the switch light, and then there's another switch that's getting updates that's not like available obviously um so that's why everybody's like oh it's the switch pro and that one got the bluetooth audio update from the dock and um Mm. and i think it got something else with uh hdmi i think it's still hdmi 2.0 because the hdmi port in the switch dock is not even 2.0 so it's just something going along those lines but it's just more and more fuel for the fire that we're eventually going to um, get a um, Switch Pro. Sorry, it's been a long day. I'm really tired. Alright, um, and then I think in our last little bit of news before we get into some of the bigger topics here is that um, Bioshock 4 uh, is making news. Um, I don't know if you guys are big Bioshock fans. I fell in love with the series with uh, Bioshock Infinite. Uh, but apparently the developer behind Bioshock is looking for uh, people who are writers that are for an open world setting, which kind of gives people um, clues that the next uh, Bioshock game will have more of an open world environment. Um, are any of you guys big into Bioshock? I own I'm the pretty whole excited series. For it. Yeah, I own the series. I started playing it way back when, from the beginning. And I've never played it. Oh. Oh, I've played through all of them. <laughs> it's, it's in my pile of shame. Not even, like, one of them? Like, no, not even fucking one. Wow. He had a single one of them. Man. That's a- I know. Well, you have something to look forward to. Now you have four games to play. Mm-hmm. You can you can go to Columbia and Rapture. Awesome. Awesome. I don't know what they would do, though. Like, if it's open world, you just get to explore all of Rapture in whatever order you want, or they find some other city. It may not even... I I don't think it'll be Rapture or... um, What was was the name of that? It was Rapture, and then the one in the sky was called Columbia. Columbia, yeah. Always got it confused with, like, the the bad guy who... Well, I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, I think it's going to be different. Like, with it being an open world and the style of gameplay that's present in, like, the, the first three, I'm thinking more along the lines of something maybe, um, like, like Fallout, Far Cry-ish, kind of like one of those or sort of open like a, world. Or... First person, no, no, not something Outer like Worlds. <laughs> Outer Worlds, something like that, you know, the... yeah. 
because it already kind of has that vibe a little bit. Because I mean, it's mm-hmm. not the games aren't necessary. I mean, they are linear, but they aren't. I don't know how a, a better way to say that, but I think when they say open world, they just mean maybe something larger. Yeah. All right. Now we get to talk into this. Um, I don't know what you would call it. I don't want to say it's not like really. I mean, it's I don't know. It depends on how you who, how you take it, but I don't think it's necessarily like a negative Sony news, except for like the the Last of Us bit, which obviously you know the episode. This episode title is called "Do We Need a Remake of the Last of Us?" We'll get to that. Bit. No. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, Sony's was it, they're called Sony Bend. They are, um, I guess, they're more of a smaller developer within Sony. Uh, they they did develop Days Gone too, which I know Chase, you really liked that game, didn't you? Days Gone. I loved it. Yeah. I never got around to playing it. I heard I, I was a person back then. I kind of still am now. That like when someone, I get excited for a game and someone goes, "Oh, here's the reviews for it. And now it's bad. Don't play this." I kind of get the, I don't think for myself sometimes. So I never got around to playing it, even though now it's on PlayStation Plus. Um, but they were trying to pitch Days Gone 2, and uh, apparently Sony rejected it. I, I don't think it really. this article really states why Sony rejected it, other than maybe this didn't perform as well as they wanted it to. And so they ended up uh, shifting gears and trying to transition into making their own remake of The Last of Us before getting, you know, I'm sorry, Uncharted, and then they got absorbed into... Uh, Naughty Dog to finish um, The Last of Us Part 2 and now apparently according to this article that's from Bloomberg uh, Naughty Dog and uh, Sony Ben are working on a remake of The Last of Us which that game came out in 2013 got a remaster in 2014 for the PS4 and now 7 years later they're talking about remastering it um so Richard obviously is a, a no. We don't need a remake of The Last of Us. We don't. It's it's stupid. It's too soon. It would it be really like is. if they decided to like remake the the sequel trilogy on Star Wars. Mm-hmm. That's a bad example. That needs to be remade. That sucked. It would be like <laughs> if, it would be like. Um, <sighs> I don't know. I didn't think that through. It'd be like remaking something awesome that came out last year. He's, he's just there we go. Over there. That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just, it's its way too soon. And we just got Last of Us 2, what, last year? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, well, we also don't know how far along this is. Um, I, see, I no. seem to have read somewhere they're wanting to put it, like, on the back end of the... Who's doing the show? HBO? Yeah, HBO. So, I mean, that show's coming relatively soon, is it not? Um, I think Isn't they that started Im- filming, so probably next Yeah, year. they started filming now, so... Um, I mean, with the the development time of games, that if they're wanting to piggyback off that, that makes me think like they've been working on this for a while. My thing is that like, what are they gonna do though? Like, is it? Yeah, is, I mean, how much? What are they adding? Like, if it's just like, oh, we're remaking the game, but like when we remake it, we're talking about like just changing the combat to be more intensive, like part twos is that uh, microtransactions we, so you can download skins it's like okay this maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's too late to preface this conversation but now none of this stuff is like concrete no right all like inside yeah so so the re, the last of us remake is not confirmed and the days gone too is actually i mean is not confirmed 
so it just it just really seems that way. So um, I know that after this article came out, the one of the developers behind Days Gone Two confirmed that the Days Gone bit of this is correct. Oh, okay. And, so it did. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was. So Days Gone Two was supposed to be um, like a more of I don't know if it was an open world. It was supposed to be like a co-op shared world shooter. So um, yeah, some kind of shared universe. Yeah. You know what? What stuck out to me in that article is they uh, when they were talking about Days Gone, they said that it was like I can't remember the exact word, but it was like seemingly profitable. Yeah. And I don't. Yeah, that's mm, seemingly profitable. Well, that doesn't seem like great terminology if you're trying to sell an idea. Right. You want yeah. something overwhelmingly profitable. Well, then that was part of the thing was like um, also as if Sony is focusing too much on um, their bigger IPs that you know making them a, a oh, ton God. of money. What? I'm so tired of seeing those damn headlines from IGN. And I swear to God, IGN is like CNN or Fox News, depending on where you fall on that. I swear. I, I'm starting to not like IGN. But we'll get to that stuff. <laughs> no, we're, I mean, we're here. Let's talk about it. Oh, yeah, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I really don't understand why, you know, these articles, when they talk about, like, oh, this is this a scary move. We shouldn't do this. They act like third-party developers don't exist anymore. Like EA and Ubisoft and Square Enix are just going to stop developing for Sony. And the only thing that's going to be available is like the Sony-focused titles. And it's not going to be that way at all. I mean, of course they're going to concentrate on their biggest blockbusters. It's something they do very well. And I mean, it's not, they're not, there's not going to be these huge gaps because you've got Rockstar. You've got, I mean, you've got all these other developers out there that are going to be developing multi-platform titles that are going to fill in those gaps. Yeah, but I think it it's mostly going towards like the the people who are really attached to some of these smaller franchises and how like if Sony's too busy focusing on like pumping out new God of Wars and Horizon Zero Dawns and stuff like that, this some of these smaller well, maybe not you, lesser known And you, and you know what? They're they're just going to have to bitch about it then. Because that's all that's left. Because they're not going to listen to you. Because years and years ago, no, actually now, I know a guy who like really loves fucking Punch-Out. And Nintendo just hates it. <laughs> and they won't develop another fucking Punch-Out. And I mean, you know, that's fair. They make that damn arms game. But, you know, that's, that's just the, the nature of things. You're going to be mad. You can't please everybody. But I just, I feel like they're attacking them for doing something that, like, they do well. You know, nobody talks about how, like, Microsoft makes shit. And they have to go buy AAA studios to make their blockbusters. Sony can do it themselves, so let them do it. I'm just saying that, like, I don't know, I really don't know how to fall in on it. Because I'm not someone who is on that train of, oh, I love the... What, are, what is that game called? Like Fat Princess and uh, Sly Cooper and PlayStation All-Stars and all that small stuff. I love Sly Cooper. I really do. I'd love to see another Sly Cooper. I don't know if I'll get to or not, but... Apparently not. You better start bitching about it. I would, I would love to. Well, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I actually think Sly Cooper will, will resurface. I really do. I mean, they can't ride the, the Ratchet and Clank train forever. We kind of kind of jumped through all that chase. 
Where are you at with a, a Last of Us remake? Is it too, is it too early for you two? Like, initially, I thought that. But then I thought, well, the, the, the Final Fantasy VII remake, they handled that really, really well. And the, all, well, everything they added felt really, really good. So if they kind of handle it like that, where they add stuff to it when they don't really take away from the story, I feel like that'll be good. But it's just, it's really up in the air. Like, like they, they could make it really, really, they could make it better, or they could just really mess it up, so... I'm kind of in camp that I'm just gonna mess it up, like to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love that franchise so much, but I, I'm just a, a firm believer oh, I know. that it's it's just gonna end up not meeting expectations and no matter even if the game was great, like no amount of what they put into that is ever gonna meet fan expectations, especially after what happened with part two and all the controversies around its story and stuff like that. They've, they're better off trying to just, um, they can stay in the Last of Us universe, but get away from Ellie and J- the Joel story and just do something else and yeah. start fresh. Like, yeah. That's, that's what they need to do. That would be awesome. But instead, they're going to milk Joel and Ellie. They're probably going to change out, um, oh God, I can't think of their names. They're probably going to change out the actors and make them look more like the people in the show. This is. So I just feel like it'd be such a waste of time. That just doesn't make sense. What if they, what if they remade The Last of Us and it it had nothing to do with Joel? <laughs> it was like something in the same world, but just completely different. I mean, that's that's what I was saying. Like, I don't think that, they should oh, okay, make it. Uh, um, they should definitely call it a remake. That's for sure. Like, just call it like something else, like um, The Last of Us Contingency or some stupid zombie related. Um, adjective. Well, and it may it. be because, like I said, I mean, this it's not concrete, so it may be something along those lines. Yeah. Or call it, um, it... The Last of Us Days Gone. Like, just <laughs> put them all together. <laughs> yeah, that's what we need. I mean, the only thing that's really slowing me down is the logic isn't there. It really isn't from a sales standpoint. I don't. I don't know who would be willing. I mean, I mean, I'm sure it's got. I mean, it does have a diehard following. I mean, it's got enough following that they're, you know, willing to spend millions for a show. But I, I don't know if that following wants to repeat something that they've done fairly recently. I don't know, um, Michael. Anything to add into this? Uh, you you probably never played The Last of Us, and you don't have a PS5, so it's kind of like. Where you fall in this as a as an outsider looking into this? I mean, y'all y'all kind of touched on all the points. I mean, it's I mean the story's beaten. There's a lot of you know backlash from uh, whatever that big story was with uh, all the reviewers and everything and being paid or whatever. Just oh yeah, yeah, new just new story, <laughs> same universe, new story, and maybe they meet up. You know, whatever. What if they? What if um, that's actually they do a spinoff, The Last of Us show, and three seasons in they reveal that's what happened to Rick Grimes in The Walking Dead. Like when he Beautiful. got flown away, he just got dropped off in uh, Washington or wherever The Last of Us takes place in, and he's like, "What the hell?" <laughs> just and then I mean, they I, just merged all the it. stories together and just. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm a slut for crossovers. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> well. um not gaming related, but uh, the 
Clementine from Telltale. I guess it is technically gaming related. Telltale's The Walking Dead. Clementine, the little girl, she's getting her own uh, comic book series in The Walking Dead so she can uh, continue her story off past all that. That was pretty cool. Uh, cool. So, that um, that's about all the actual news, but we're going to talk about uh, what games we're playing this week. And Mr. Uh, Vacation over there in the yellow, uh, what have you been up to? <laughs> past couple days um so yeah i finished outriders and then i hopped on uh odd world and i've been really really loving it because it's got it touches back in that uh back to that really nostalgic feeling of playing the, the original games but it's like more of like a 3d world like 2d 2.5d or whatever they call it mm-hmm. yeah i'm loving it right now so i've had a few glitches here and there but not, nothing like really crazy i'm it's just fun you didn't like pay money for that game did you you got it for free I did get it for free, but if I see it on sale, I'm probably going to pick it up just to have a physical copy. Man. Man, oh man. <laughs> Richard, have you started playing Oddworld yet? I haven't. I've downloaded it. Uh, my wife's on vacation this week, so um, I have been doing a lot of like honeydew projects. We're building a fire pit pergola in the backyard, which um, if anyone decides to do that, that is a a very very time-consuming and difficult project. Um, I finished Subnautica. I I said that in the group chat. Um, So I'm probably going to go back to Marvel Avengers and plan through that. Uh, Subnautica was good. I don't... It it did... I'm not going to ruin the ending, but it did kind of like one of those cliche things like Stranded Deep did. I don't like how you go through all this stuff and then they give you an ending that's kind of like... I don't want to call it a slap in your face, but it, I don't know. I just, I just don't like the ending of some of these survival games that I've played because it kind of makes everything you went to, went through just a little redundant. Um, and I've also, I'm, I'm coaching or I'm one of the coaches on my little girl softball team. So Dang. I'm still trying to play games, but you know, it's, God, it's playful. So life is busy. <laughs> yeah. Michael, yeah. like what about you? Um, I've been uh, having to pick up some extra hours at work, so uh, not really a whole lot of time for playing video games, but uh, I dyed my hair, Yeah. and uh, I've been playing really just uh, Final Fantasy, uh, uh, something, Visions, Tactics, Visions, I don't know, it's a mobile game, Final Fantasy mobile tactics game, and I like that, there's actually a story in it, I think I mentioned it last time, War of the Visions, there we go. You know, if you, uh, so, yeah, I'm if still you, playing that. If you dye your, your beard red, you'll look like um, David's cyberpunk character he created on my <laughs> Xbox whenever I showed it off to him. Beautiful. He's like, I'm going to go for the Christmas look. I was like, you're ding yes. dong. But okay. <laughs> um, I'm just going to throw this, this game out there because uh, I've had this game on my PC for like forever and I finally got to play it today. It's called Pummel Party. Um, and it's a rated M Mario Party game, and I highly recommend everybody go play it because it's got a lot of blood and gore. But it's it's Mario Party. It's a great time. Yeah. It's a great time. I was uh, playing it with uh, Ty and Alex earlier today, and uh, Ty. There's one of the items you can get is like a rocket you can get on, and it takes you ten space up, ten spaces up. And he flew through Alex, and I wasn't ready for the rocket to just <laughs> impale Alex. And take oh, him along. That's great. <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> it was so funny. And then, like I was telling you guys earlier, like they uh, 
there's a guy with a, a meat cleaver on one of these maps, and he just runs around. If he catches you, he'll kill you. He's got you. You also have like you, you have like coins and stuff like that, or they're I think they're called keys that you use to buy their their reward thing with. But they've also got a health bar, <laughs> so you can people can like hit you with stuff and like uh, and like beehives and wrecking balls and stuff and try to kill you and make you lose all your shit and make you start over. Great time, but it's got Mario Party mini games at the end of it, so it's a good time. Nice. And um, I wish Stephen could have been here to talk about uh, Phasmophobia, but we played that for a couple hours earlier today. Finally got a chance to get him oh. sit down and play it. I've been playing Pac Man '99. Oh. That's something that I can squeeze in really, really quick with, with as busy as I've been, and I'm I'm really enjoying it so far. I don't. So all the other '99 games disappear. I think Tetris is still there, maybe. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. I so it's just it the Mario one. They, they released a physical version of that game, so I think they. Oh, okay. I think Tetris '99 is still there, but Mario's dead. So I'm loving Pac-Man '99. Have y'all played it yet? Mm-mm. Not well, yet. None of you guys are really Pac-Man people, no, though, are you? I haven't played no. this uh, this matching game. It's pretty simple, but uh, it's called Tinder, and so far no matches yet. But uh... okay, right. <laughs> no. Uh, so so Pac-Man '99. I mean, it, it follows the the basic you know Pac-Man strategy. You go around a, a maze avoiding ghosts and stuff, and it it puts you. You don't actually play with 99 people, but 99 different people have their own game going on, and as more and more people drop out the maze gets harder and harder. And what it is, is after you get done with uh, sections or like the entire map, you got to eat a piece of fruit to repopulate all those sections. And um, the ghosts, like it'll spawn a ton of more ghosts. There are these other little like white silhouette Pac-Mans that'll appear and they'll start more and they'll actually slow you down as you go through the maze, which is like a death sentence. If you've got like red on your ass, so it, it gets increasingly harder and harder, and it's it's basically like you know the last man standing type thing. And there's some really good Pac-Man players out there. Apparently, I think the um, the highest I've gotten out of 99 was um, eighth. Yeah, I got eighth one night. So, but I mean, it's it's fun. It's quick. So, if you're a Pac-Man fan, check it out. It's free if you have a Switch and have the yeah. the service. It's free. Tell until, us like, how they describe me. Fun, quick, free. <laughs> fun, quick, and free. <laughs> Just a reminder that uh, Pac-Man 99 is free until at some point in the future when they decide to kill him. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, they, left, they left Tetris alive. Well, so, well, because there's too many. There's too many Tetraminos. How do you kill all of them? There's only one Pac-Man. <laughs> Who is that? Somebody posted that those blocks had names. It was Michael, wasn't they it? They do. They do. I mean, I, I'm sure I've reshared it. The original, yeah. like, yeah, the original manual had like names for them. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a petition to add uh, the Tetramino blocks into uh, Smash as a character that can switch <laughs> between the. <laughs> <laughs> I would so start playing that game if they did that. That would be awesome. I'm pretty sure you said that not too long ago about someone else. Too. I mean, I could I could be okay with like an assist trophy, but like, why? <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember who it was. Maybe it was Minecraft Steve. But... No, I'm not gonna play for Minecraft Steve. It would have to be, it would have to be like they added like, Spawn or Kratos to Smash. They'll never do that, oh, but that'd be awesome. Um, <laughs> this made me think about it. Uh, Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn is now a um, purchasable costume in Fortnite, and they have a specific game mode where if you play as a- you play as Aloy and Laura Croft. 
It's, I don't get it, <laughs> but it's a thing. <laughs> so if you got twenty five dollars, go buy the the Horizon Zero Dawn <laughs> pack in Fortnite because that's like I'm tempted, but no. <laughs> you know, I, I don't play Fortnite, but I that often I should say one of my friends he he lives overseas and he only like has free games on his PlayStation. And we were playing Fortnite, and I started feeling like, man, I really should have bought that Master Chief skin and the Kratos skin while they were in the shop. Like, do I want to waste 50 bucks on some stupid costumes? No. But, like, just knowing that I can never have access to them again, like, it's kind of... It's upsetting. I understand. Yeah. I got a question for you guys. Okay, what's up? Now, I know that um, my answer is probably a little differently because I'm admittedly sony focused you guys are a little bit more widespread but when it comes to like 2021 and looking at the entire year and everything that i actually know about so far uh after may 7th there's absolutely nothing on the horizon that that carries my interest at all aside from resident evil village like i can't think of a single release for any platform beyond that Um, this year that i can't think of anything that that has a concrete release other than like my slight interest in Skyward Sword HD. Bio Mutant. Yeah. And Deathloop got pushed back. But did, did Deathloop get pushed out of the year? He got pushed back to September. No, it got pushed yeah. out of September. I forgot about Deathloop. I, I do think Deathloop looks pretty cool. I don't know. I, it just it. I don't. For confirmed stuff, it just feels like a really thin year so far. Well, this this is the year where everybody said everything is going to get pushed back because of COVID. So this is going to probably end up being a dry year for a lot of stuff. But I mean, yeah, you know, it like, feels like it. Um, I just, everything I'm excited for just currently doesn't have a release date, even though all of them have said, "Oh, it's coming this year." It's just like when give me a release date, like a uh, Dying Light two that's confirmed to be still coming this year, Halo Infinite. Um, I saw something where apparently the the re, the new Forza Motorsport that didn't come out last year is supposed to be coming out this year, but it's not confirmed. And um, Far Cry Six, and I don't, other than that, yeah, I'm drawing a blank on this. Oh, and I guess Breath of the Wild too that may come out this year at some point, probably like December thirty first, knowing Nintendo, but. Nintendo already said they're going to be at E3 or have something, didn't they? They, they are they're going to be at E3. Them and Microsoft, yeah. Them, Microsoft, uh, Konami. Um, That's interesting. Konami. Well, I uh, apparently... Um, this is Don't worry, they're not acquiring them, Richard. They're acquiring him. But apparently... Uh, Microsoft has signed an exclusive deal with Hideo Kojima to where his next game that he makes is going to be an Xbox exclusive. I mean, I believe it. I mean, so, they... um, I, I've heard rumors about how they may try to uh, get like a Metal Gear Solid collection uh, for Xbox. Um, also heard stuff like Ubisoft Connect or whatever it's called maybe coming to Game Pass. This this year, so that I like all the Assassin's Creed and all of the all, all their franchises to the Game Pass stuff. But um, I mean, I do equate him now to like a high price call girl, but you know, I'm not gonna. <laughs> Who Kojima? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I, you know, it's funny because we were talking about like how like Death Stranding didn't meet uh, 
sales expectations. I'm pretty sure, or sorry, Days Gone didn't meet it, but I'm pretty sure Death Stranding didn't hit those margins by anywhere close to what Days Gone did. Yeah, that was a a hard title that, I mean, I think it found an audience, but it wasn't a large audience. It was just one of those weird stories that, I don't know, a little too artsy, maybe. A little bit too much messaging. It, it was just weird. Like, every time they showed off a trailer for that game, it looked like a completely different game. Like, it never looked like the same game every time they showed it. Yeah. Um, Michael, do you feel like you fit in now? I do. I was the only <laughs> one not wearing glasses. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. I'd, I'd be... I'm excited to see what he does. Hopefully it's going to be a horror game because I feel like the only horror game that Xbox really had, especially with the Series X, is the medium and that kind of wasn't good. So maybe he can give us like a a really good horror game. But I'm, other than that, like, what does he really do nowadays other than just weird shit? <laughs> like, I mean, if he wants to make some weird-ass shit with some random person who was really famous on TV at the time, like, I mean, you know, go for it. No, no one's going to stop it. But. Well, I know, you know, you had, it was him, and then you had um, Norman Reedus, but then you also had um, the, the somebody Toro. else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That guy and, uh, tied to it, too. Mads Milken? Mads, Mads Mickelson. That's the name? Yeah. Michelson. And there was, someone, there, was a, there was a few other ones. There were some... Which they kept them all, but they, you know, they sliced Norman Reedus and Hideo Kojima, and I think um, I almost said Benicio del Toro. What the <laughs> hell is that guy's name? I keep trying to Guillermo. Guillermo. Yeah. So I don't know. I like Guillermo del Toro. I wish he would do something in the vein of. Well, I say that I like Clive Barker too, but then he had. Um, he had a game that was maybe first generation PlayStation or something that uh, didn't pan out well. <laughs> well, only time will tell. So, um, Chase, this is the first time you've been on the show since we started doing trivia. So, um, yeah, I guess you're going to have to start being on more often so you can uh, beat everybody. Okay. <laughs> He's like, all right, bet. <laughs> You can do it, Chase. I, um, it's funny. I, we were sitting here preparing for all this stuff. I was like, oh my God, I forgot to write down trivia questions. So I started thinking off the top of my head really fast. And then I remembered, oh my God, I have a whole notes document on my phone just full of (laughs) trivia questions as they spring into my head. And, uh, Stephen had requested that he be included in the comments. Oh, is he in the comments on it? Mm hmm. Okay. I can make that exception for Steven. So what we'll do is uh, I will ask the trivia question. Y'all get a couple extra seconds to think about it. Let Steven answer in the comments. And then everybody can give their answers. So I will read the question and the answers twice. So that way everyone has a chance to get caught up. Yeah. So- oh, is this the gauntlet? No. Oh. No, no, no. You said well, questions and answers, well, so I I'm heard plural. The same, the same question twice, and then the answer oh, okay, twice. Gotcha. So that way, the gotcha. chat has time Fair to enough. catch up. Fair enough. Okay. Which video game console was the first to ship with its own internal memory? 
which video game console was the first Ooh. to ship with its own internal memory? Was it the PlayStation 1, the Sega Saturn, the PS1, which to be to clarify is the, um, what do you call it, the smaller P- PlayStation 1 um, that came out a couple years later, or the Nintendo 64? So, which video game console was the first to ship with its own internal memory? PlayStation 1, Sega Saturn, PS1, or Nintendo 64? So, I'll uh, let's see if we get... Why did Steven say trash? <laughs> Include me I in the trivia, I... please. Trash. <laughs> uh... I'm, I'm sure it's during one of the Xbox versus PlayStation debates. I'm not sure what, though. <sighs> oh, man. All right. Um, I guess we'll go ahead and guess we're not just taking up this dead air on the thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Michael, let's start with you. Well, I guess to me it kind of depends on what you consider internal memory, but... yeah. Cause that's that's broad but i would assume something that's helping keep track of like saves versus just memory chips um, i mean the the source that i got it from mentioned it as like ram so mm. then okay I'm going to have to go with Sega Saturn. All right. Richard, what are you thinking? Nintendo 64. How many? Uh, how much RAM do you think it came with? Just, uh, was it I have 64? no idea. <laughs> now, now, that's a trick question. <laughs> that I know because I've hacked one. Okay. Chase? I was also going to do it with uh, Nintendo 64. Y'all are wrong. I'm so sorry. Are we? Yeah. What did you say? Sega Nintendo Saturn. 64. Yeah, I said Sega Saturn. Mm. Now, okay, so since you, you're so quick to jump on them to tell them they're wrong, why do, you, why do you think that you're right? Well, it had to be one of those two. Well, it had to be either Sega Saturn or PS1. And I would assume Sega Saturn, even though I've never had one, but because it had it had similar workings to a PS One, and so it would almost need some sort of memory. The Nintendo sixty four didn't originally ship with any memory, not originally. Now they do have the expansion pack, which is RAM. Yep. But the original spacer is just that—a spacer. Uh, it doesn't the little really... red thing that yep. went in the. Well, uh, the chat has caught up. Steven's vote is for the Sega Saturn, and him and Michael both would be correct. It was the Sega Saturn. Shipped with one megabyte of RAM. <laughs> Think about that. <laughs> Did someone, something die in someone's house? <laughs> was it? Yes. That's, that's the ghost. <laughs> they died. Phasmophobia. <laughs> Chase's house. Yeah. <laughs> So, congratulations to Michael and Steven on getting that correct. All right. Um, let's plug some social medias. We'll go ahead and uh, start getting out of here. So, 
Um, before the ghosts get chased, let's give him a chance to <laughs> plug anything he's got going on. I don't really have anything going on. I don't really do much social media, so. Or plugging. <laughs> no plugging. I, well, depends on when I'm. <laughs> depends on that. <laughs> nice, <laughs> Michael. What you got? Uh, stalled action. Stalled action is going pretty good. Um, Stalledaction.com for all your all your me needs. I'm I'm here. <laughs> How's the website going? It's pretty good. Uh, I still need to post like uh like the final page, but it's, I mean it's 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 pretty good. I got a little vacation coming up, so I'll, I'll be able to finish that. Some other things. Did you ever answer my fan mail? I, you know what? David said something similar too. I never got it, so I really need to like troubleshoot that Gosh. one day. I'm like, why didn't I get the mail? Dude, that's upsetting. It's not like... in my spam folder. They're, like it just like evaporated. It's not there. <laughs> There's nothing to find. There's no logs or exclamation points on the website editor. Nothing. It's just like, okay, you sent nothing. Thanks. Bam. Guess I have to blow up your inbox then. But all right, Richard. How about you? Uh, I'm still not ready to launch yet. Uh, still, still working on the website and everything. But I did want to say that um, you know it, it's still going to be board game related. So in that sense, I'll let everybody know that the X Men United board game hit Kickstarter today. And if you missed out on the initial Kickstarter for the first Marvel United, then all that stuff is available in this Kickstarter. Uh, it's going to run until May fifth. So, you know, you've got, after the Kickstarter ends, it's about a month till you get to the pledge manager, and that usually runs for, like, two months. So it's not like you're going to have to have all this cash up front. You've probably got the next, you know, two or three months to build up, you know, however much you need. Right now, the uh, X-Men United with the Marvel United and everything from the first run, uh, that Kickstarter package is, like, right at 220 uh, That doesn't include shipping, and that's... <laughs> Am I supposed to be doing this too? Is that kind of uh, so? You know, check Join that out. Us. Um, it's Simon uh, Games and uh, Spin Master. So some of the stuff's retail. Now I, I will say this. I'll preface this. Um, I don't like what they did because initially uh, there was an Infinity Gauntlet expansion, and what was the other? Into uh, the Sinister Six expansion. They said those would be the only ones that were would not go retail, that the rest of the expansions would. Out of nowhere, they're like, no, none of that's going to go uh, retail. So <laughs> they only got like, and, you know, that, and I don't, I don't like that. Um, I mean, they lied to everybody. You know, there's a lot of people that didn't do the expansions in the Kickstarter because for whatever reason, they figured they would just get them when they hit retail. And then after the Kickstarter was over, they were like, oh, yeah, we changed our mind. So you can now right. get those expansions in this Kickstarter, but each one is $5 more than it was in the previous one. So I don't know. I know that, you know, the cost of paper materials, plastics and stuff like that has, has risen a little bit. Price of everything's risen a little bit. So uh, check it out if you're a Marvel fan, because there's a ton of cheapy style miniatures based on a lot of uh, your favorite characters. And I think the original run had... 85 miniatures with it it was 80 something and the x-men united we don't know yet uh the core games got i think nine plus three exclusive there's gonna be a ton of miniatures 
uh, if that's your thing, they're really easy to paint with them being the chibi style. Uh, now's the time to jump in. Did anyone else hear him say the price is raised up a little bitch? Because I did. Did I say a little bitch? <laughs> a little bitch of a price. You did I mean, now. <laughs> it is it is a bitch the way the prices have risen, but it's life so, in twenty twenty. I, mean, I mean, yeah, you're right, like prices have risen, but it also it's like they already have all those dyes made. You know? That's true. They already I mean, have all the all the processes in place, like I don't yeah. know, man. We yeah, want but, your money. Yeah, they do. Oh, and I, hey, and it's it started at two o'clock today. So what? It's only been eight hours, and they're already like they're almost one and a half million dollars. Wow! On this Kickstarter, Man. so yeah, it's. Why can't they just give that to me instead? Like, dang. Right. Because you don't have a miniatures game coming out with Marvel characters, man. That's the that's the key, well, I, I, man. I mean, you I gotta... got I got something mini that <laughs> yeah. I can give them. Yeah. Dude, if you can put it in a box and sell it <laughs> and make it appealing, man. It's, Kickstarter's the way to go. Now you're asking too much. A box, maybe, but appealing. (laughs) (laughs) That's the magic formula. I can't help that, man. (laughs) Man, if only they knew that. They'd be like, oh, I could get that over getting anything with the X-Men in it? Like, oh, yeah, be all over it. But that's just me. Um, If you want to find anything I'm doing... Uh, just follow me on Twitter at Meatflow. I post just dumb crap constantly on there. Um, this is a great place to be. Uh, started streaming again, so if, uh, I was streaming Phasmophobia earlier until um, Stephen and Alex's heart rate shot up so much they wanted to stop playing. Uh, <laughs> so, which I have clipped, by the way. I can't wait to go back and look at that later. <laughs> um, Good. <laughs> we'll, we'll be sharing with that with the class when that happens. Um, other than that, uh, the only thing I really got to say is um, I said last week, hey, we had, we're had we six subscribers away from being close to breaking through the 200 barrier, and now we're three subscribers away. So thank you to the Woo! three people who anonim- anonymously subscribe to our channel. And if you know three other people who can anonymous- anonymously subscribe, why can't I say that word today, uh, want to subscribe to the channel too, hit that red subscribe button that everyone always talks yeah, about. It's red. Our- yeah. Hit the little bell icon too, because you know people like the and the thumbs up. Yeah, thumbs up. Ring our bell. Ugh, don't even bring that up. <laughs> uh, no. Anyway, that's gonna do it for next gen news week forty five. We'll see you next week. <laughs>